Well, greetings, listeners in listener land. Welcome to St. Louis in Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston, where we size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, government, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. We originate from and connect the Gateway City to what is going on regionally, nationally, and internationally. Mark, how are you today, sir? I'm good. <laughs> Just a thought. Ding. I'm fine. I, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's been a while since we've been together to do a quote-unquote new show. Mm-hmm. It's And it's wonderful to be back on the airwaves with you, yes, uh, Arnold. it and, is. Uh, we have a wonderful guest today. I know that. And... Um, just so much going on. Uh, well, we'll catch up with it all, I guess. We, we, we'll return to civility here. Oh, that's It's right. a positive kind of thing, mm. which is always good. Positive thinking will let you do everything better than negative thinking will. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of naysayers out there, yep. and it's always better to look to see that the glass is uh, half full than half mm-hmm. empty. Mm-hmm. Perspective is uh, a very important thing. I can't agree more. I always, my, my, my dad used to always tell me, Good thoughts, good. You get. How did he put it? I can't even remember. Good thoughts, good reactions. Bad thoughts, bad reactions. That's true. It's kind of like if you think bad thoughts, unfortunately, bad stuff comes your way. If you think good things, it's it's amazing how it works too. If you go around thinking more positively, you know, I think you get. I'm, when my kids say, "Oh, I'm feeling sick," and I'm going, "Don't talk. Don't do that negative self talk. Stop that right now." So. Well, and then when something, quote-unquote, negative comes your way, Uh you're more in a positive realm or aura to deal with it. And it's more healthy for you, isn't it? Absolutely is. Isn't it? More healthy to think positive things? Maybe you'll live longer. Good things? But who? Yeah. That's always good, especially if you're getting older. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What? Are we talking about us? Why is he going there? No. (laughs) There's a wonderful activity that's going to be taking place outdoors for the very first time, and it's going to be coming to Tower Grove Park, and I'm going to let our guest describe what that is, but it's the 2023 Gateway Outdoor Expo, March the 31st and April the 1st. Brad Kovac from the Gateway Outdoor Expo is here. Brad, welcome to St. Louis in Tune. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So explain what the Gateway Outdoor Expo is. I know we've kind of talked about that in the past previously, uh, but for new listeners, they're wondering what in the world is he talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, the Gateway Outdoor Expo is um, a a gathering place for the outdoor community here in St. Louis. It's an exhibition with about 200 booths. Uh, Exhibitors will range everywhere from um, retailers who sell outdoor gear and equipment to service organizations, um, parks and rec community um, representatives, giving people the opportunity to, if they would like, um, you know, come and learn about outdoor activities in St. Louis, whether that's running, hiking, uh, camping, rock climbing, and uh, and in some cases they can come home with gear that they purchase directly on site, or maybe they're just gathering information to uh, you know so that they can learn about their next adventure. But yeah, it's um it's just a big fun opportunity for folks to come out and spend a few hours and uh, take part in some activities on site. And this year, since we're outside, we're going to have food and drink as well. So that's something new and, and fun for us. Cool, because previously it was at the Dome, or we've had it at a couple of different convention centers over the years. Oh, okay. Last time it was at America Center. And uh, yeah, this this outdoor venue, one, it's an outdoor show. 
so it, it seems nice to have it in an outdoor venue right. and gives us a lot more space so that we can have some things like bike riding and um, wow. tree climbing and uh, some other fun activities on site. So it just helps to really expand the scope of the whole show. Brad, are you are you taking over the whole park? <laughs> no, we're not that big, but hey, maybe one day. Um, no, we're in the northeast quadrant of the park. Okay. So um, it's where uh, Festival of Nations takes place, if people mm-hmm. are familiar with that. And um, it's a free public event. Okay. Op- opened everybody so uh you know on those days during the hours the, the exhibit hours um you don't need to buy tickets just come on down and uh join the fun oh my what would be those hours brad so uh the first day of the show is on friday actually so on friday it's from 10 a.m to 6 p.m and then on saturday which is april 1st it's from 10 a.m until 5 p.m huh. okay and food down there and everything uh exhibitors they're kind of all lined up and ready to go they are yes yeah. so uh, i think i mentioned we have around 200 booths wow um i think in the, in terms of individual exhibitors it's about 140 or 50 individual exhibitors uh, filling that space so a lot of variety whether you're just getting started with the outdoor rec industry or the community or whether you're um you know a veteran of a sport there's something for you there now this is also sponsored by go st louis Am I correct with that? It is. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we've partnered with Go. Uh, their marathon, half marathon, their their big uh, weekend is also that weekend on Saturday and Sunday. They oh. hold their races. And so our event is set up on Friday and Saturday so that those racers can come down, pick up their race materials, get their T-shirts, all that sort of stuff, and then head to the races the following day for them. And is that race going to take place at Tire Grove Park? It does not. It takes place in downtown St. Louis, I okay. believe. Um if I'm not mistaken, I think the start finish is in Forest Park. Okay. So we're a little bit removed from that, but um, giving people just another opportunity uh-huh. that weekend to really make it special. If you're right. in the race or not in the race, you know, we still want you to come by the expo and really just build up uh, the momentum for St. Louis in general as, you know, a big outdoor recreation fun weekend that you can take part in. And when you talk about outdoor recreation mark you know different people are going to think yeah. about different things oh, yeah. and there's a variety of kind of newer things out there now like like rock climbing although there are people who have always climbed rocks you know it's mm-hmm. like, go climb a rock right, or, right. or go climb a tree there's tree climbers yeah, yeah. bike riders uh, but let's talk, talk specifically about some of these things. You have a mountain bike uh, demonstration area. What kind of is there a clinic and a what's going what's going to happen with that? Yes, that's very popular right now. Both. Mountain biking. It is mountain biking is is exploding the last few years. So yes, one of our um, vendors who's uh, called Wheels Up will be down there hosting that particular part of the event. Um, there will be open riding. So if you don't have a bike, uh, you can come down, hop on one of their bikes, and take a spin around some um, some man-made obstacles. They'll they'll be beginner friendly. But then if you are uh, already a mountain biker, uh, Wheels Up will also be offering clinics on site. And they will be doing things um, such as jumping, um, you know, teaching you how to do more advanced tricks. And they'll have airbags down there. So you will, be, you will actually be able to <laughs> jump off of ramps, do a flip if you want, and land an airbag. Um, if you want. I yes. want to see Arnold do the flip. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Maybe a backflip. Backflip, right. That's <laughs> okay, the easiest good. one to do. Good. But um, yeah, so that's a great opportunity again for whether you're just getting started out or you know, or you're a more advanced mountain biker, uh, that's an example of how you can still be involved. Wow. And then there's just a regular what I would call a normal bike, a balanced bike or mm-hmm. you know, 
biking for pleasure kind yes. of uh, activity. Yeah, and that's good for younger kids who maybe uh, aren't as confident on two wheels yet. You don't want to jump right into a mountain bike course. <laughs> so uh, you, know, you can come out on, on the smaller bikes, on the balance bikes, and uh, that's being sponsored by St. Louis Bicycle Works. And they're setting up a little uh, course on natural surface there where you can spin around and uh, take a little more low-key uh, tack at cycling. Now, wow. rock climbing, Mark, has become a huge huge thing even schools now have rock climbing walls uh-huh. in the gymnasiums and i'm a ballet i don't, yeah i'm a it's because i'm so large they, they, they mark could be the ballet over here a good anchor yes <laughs> you know what a ballet is i just learned what it is oh okay it's an anchor it's okay i i mean i was uh I, a few years ago when we first started rock climbing with my my scout troop i didn't know what a ballet was and what a f- fun thing it is to do mm-hmm. rock climbing Oh, it, is. it really is and it's a workout it is a workout are you going to have a uh, rock climbing upper limits uh, local oh, gym is bringing their rock climbing wall so i believe it's 23 feet tall it has a few different routes on it mm-hmm. you're roped in so there's no danger of course right. if you do fall it's uh you know totally auto- you're automatically suspended but uh, that's free so yeah. um yeah that's a fun one uh for kids especially they yeah. seem to enjoy doing that um and i believe if you complete the wall, if you make it to the top and ring the bell, Upper Limits is going to give you a, a, some sort of prize. Good. I like that. Ooh. New car or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> they have automatic belays, too, last time I was there. That's an interesting concept, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's like a big screen, uh, a spring or whatever. Correct. Yes. And that's what that's yeah. what's included on the wall there. Oh, I is that right? I think so, there's three or four auto belays on so there. So they're not, uh, not relying on me to stop by and be if the If you belay. would like to come by, they might, they yeah. might give you a <laughs> I had to be certified to be a belay. Mm-hmm. They don't mess around a, with that. A certified belay. I'm a certified belay. How belay. do you spell belay? I don't even know. B E L A Y? Oh, good for you. That's okay. probably it. Okay. I, know, that's, I uh, hope no one's checking me at home. No. <laughs> it's kind of like delay, belay. Belay. That's right. Okay. That makes but, sense. Uh, no, I had to, like, you had to like get certified, be a certified belay person. I can understand that uh-huh. for insurance purposes. Yeah, and you want to make sure you do it right. You know, make sure, you know. Because yeah. somebody falls, you want to make sure you, they're not right hurting themselves. Yeah, I mean it's bad enough you're going to be bouncing off the wall probably, but <laughs> so if I, they come I'm, down, I'm you go not. up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that can happen. <laughs> That's right. Yes, that's right. It could happen. It could happen. Now tree climbing. I I was fascinated by this because sometimes you see a tree, and especially in Tire Grove Park, tons of trees. Oh, yeah. There are some trees that are what I would call better climbing trees than other trees Absolutely. and uh, there must be some kind of skill and art just like there is in rock climbing yeah so i'm not the expert on on uh, tree climbing but i do just know a little bit um you, you do have to find the correct tree right. um in this case i believe we're using sycamores which are you know very uh, hardwood very large um right. very safe trees they did have to be certified before this event uh-huh. so we're not just randomly throwing people in a tree we've we've picked out um they've you know they've yeah. been um safety certified mm-hmm. and um much like rock climbing in this case with the technical tree climbing you're roped in so you wear a harness there will be belayers there mm-hmm. so if by chance um you were to miss a, a hold in a branch you're not going to fall to the ground you would just be susp- suspended on a rope right. and then they lower you down become but you'll have pi- the opportunity pinata. you become a pinata then yeah <laughs> like just <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. No, uh, you'll have the opportunity to climb trees that are, you know, 50 feet tall and um, and really get up over the park and and see the event and the the entire park from a really interesting point of view. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I hate to keep just jumping in here, but <laughs> my experience no. is uh, Maplewood Richmond Heights uh, High School has a tree that in the parking lot. It's a sycamore, okay. and they they hold classes there, and they climb that tree. They have mm-hmm. they have ropes up and through that tree, and they're climbing that tree all the time. Mm-hmm. And at one time, they wanted to cut that tree down, and then, now the kids are like, "No, I'm glad you didn't." But Brian's right. I mean, it's it's very serious. Huh. You start climbing a tree like that. Oh, right, right. Those are big trees. Yeah. And that may be with uh, the the vendor who is uh, sponsoring that particular event is called Vertical Voyages. They mm-hmm. do travel around the schools and other mm-hmm. organizations to host events on site. So it very well may be them at the school yeah. you're mentioning. Right, right. We're talking to Brad Kovec. He is from the Gateway Outdoor Expo. And you're listening to St. Louis in Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston. Now, the, the booths... Probably going to be underneath, you know, the tents and everything like that. Correct. A lot of giveaways. Do you anticipate with things like that? Yeah, I think a lot of folks do that. Um, you know, it's not uh, rocket science to figure out that you get a little more traffic at your booth if you're doing raffles and giveaways and that sort of stuff. So, um, I do know a few have told me they would be giving away things or raffling off items. Mm-hmm. But I think the chances that most people will be doing some sort of, uh, you know, fun spin a wheel giveaway or maybe mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know cornhole uh, toss toss the beanbag sort of thing but right. uh, it you know it makes things more engaging and interactive yeah. do you think because the venue will be outside and what i'm going to say more centrally located that you will expect more more people to show up we do and th- that's the hope certainly um you know having it in an outdoor venue i think is just more attractive in general and hopefully we get a good weather day um it's supposed to be in the 60s from what i hear but wow. it's still two weeks away who yeah. knows but um yeah, you know, it's nice that this time of year you've been stuck indoors for the past three months. Mm-hmm. So we hope that by having it outside and it being an outdoor show, an, out, an outdoor community show, that um, athletes and, and enthusiasts are ready to, you know, get out of their home and mm-hmm. come spend a day with us. Now, we kind of want to transition a little bit because there's Terrain Magazine, mm-hmm. and I want you to talk about that, and also R- River City Outdoors. I, I'm trying to understand the linkage with all those because right. I have a question after you kind of describe all that. Sure. So Terrain Magazine is uh, my primary job. I am the editor and, and publisher of that magazine. It started nine years ago uh, this January. Um, you know, sort of started as a, um, a passion project. It was something that... Mm-hmm. I've always been interested in the outdoors, and um, professionally, I was in the magazine and newspaper business. So um, kind of thought I wanted to try something on my own, and um, the stars aligned. Um, there was a need for a magazine such as that in this area. We were an emerging outdoor community, and so I I've thought, um, yeah, let's see if I can get some traction here and, and help to build some momentum. And um, not to take all the credit or anything, but I, I think it was just good timing. There were a lot of things happening with uh, different groups coming about at that time that we all sort of merged in a way. Um, and, uh, and, and so nine years later, here we are. We're still writing the magazine. It comes out every other month and covers, uh, much like the expo, all the different aspects of the outdoors. So whether you're a hiker, a camper, a cyclist, a rock climber, um, we try to give something for everybody in each issue. And it's a large part education in terms of uh, knowing where to go, what groups you might want to be involved with, um, and some technical know-how. But we try to stick more with the uh, 
more with the connecting people rather than uh, mm-hmm. telling you exactly mm-hmm. the technical aspects of sports. You can find that in other magazines. But mm-hmm. we just really want to build some uh, some groundswell here to get people enthused uh-huh. and get them outdoors and active. Subscription-based, or how do people subscribe so to that or get that magazine? Right. It's free in, uh, in mm-hmm. local outdoor stores. So wow. if you go to a running store, your local bike shop, um, your outfitter, hopefully they have it there. If you would like to get an in-home subscription, you may. Um, that costs for in-home just mm-hmm. to pay for the mailing mm-hmm. but um, otherwise you have to pick it up around town every other month uh-huh. and um, if you have trouble finding it you can look on our website and we have a full list of where you can where you can get it and that website is terrain t-e-r-r-a-i-n dash mag.com that's correct and then to answer your second question um, river city outdoors is a newer initiative it is um it's aligned with terrain. Um, we actually both are um, owned by the same nonprofit foundation mm-hmm. and funded through that foundation. River Sea Outdoors is sort of the advocacy arm. Um, terrain is more of a communication vehicle. River City Outdoors is actively um, creating a network within the St. Louis outdoor community to get kids, especially kids in underserved communities, outdoors get them introduced to um, you know things like hiking and camping and fishing and then um, continuing to educate them and give them the resources they need for repeat experiences outside the hope being that everyone ad- adopts that outdoor um, outdoor lifestyle mm-hmm. and we can create some generational change and really again continue to build the outdoor community here there's so much to do in St. Louis and in Missouri that um, I think a lot of people still don't realize with regard to the outdoors. And so, you know, we're just trying to educate people, but then also get them outside through River City Outdoors, actively involved, and then, you know, hopefully keep that momentum going. You know, Mark, that what Brad brought up is a very, very important point that <laughs> I don't want listeners to gloss over. The fact that when you and I were growing up, mm-hmm. man, we'd get on our bikes and we'd be gone until dark. <laughs> till the, no, until the streetlights come on. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. And then came back, or we'd be out uh-huh. you know, in the neighborhood. There's mm-hmm. trees, there's grass. And I think about some of the areas in our city mm-hmm. where there are very few trees, a lot of vacant buildings, right. uh, no trees, no grass, a lot of weeds. And then you couple that with some of the crime things that are going on. I'm, I'm surprised no kids do go out. Right. And so they miss that physical activity or just getting out into nature and gen, right. you know, just enjoying what's out there. I think that initiative is just tremendous. Do you have like a summer program where you uh, have a camp where you take kids out you know, to like Elephant Rocks or something like that and they get out to enjoy, enjoy the outdoors? We're working that direction. So really River City Outdoors is um, more the facilitator, the network builder, if you will. We don't have programs ourselves. Um, we want to tap into programs that are already existing okay. and uh, and then go to perhaps a school group or a boys and girls club and make the connection with uh, perhaps it's a paddling program that already exists. We're, we're trying to oh. connect those dots. And then we also do provide funding. So um, we might provide a grant to a school that wanted to create an outdoor adventure club or something like that, and then help them to connect with the programs that are in existence. Um, in that way, you know, we're, we're trying not to, um, we don't want to own or take over the outdoor right. space. We right. just want to keep building and, you know, embracing what's there and, and, um, and encouraging those groups that already exist to flourish. That's refreshing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, very much so. 
yeah. Get, getting I love the outdoors. Don't do it enough, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what I like about what he's doing is it's, you know, I think about camping. My when I talk about outdoors, I think about camping and hiking and things. But you're, you're going into all the different aspects of getting outside, which mm-hmm. I think is real important for folks to, to, some that you may not have even heard of, thought about, and 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 there's things that I might like mountain biking. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't do it, but I I'd love to go to a booth or somebody that knows a lot about it and find out more about it. And this is a a, a tremendous opportunity uh, to do that with what Brad's doing here. Yeah, because there are some trails. And I'm sure, you know, these folks, they know all these places to go. Yeah, but you don't, do you? Right. Yeah, right. I don't, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it was an education for me as well. Uh, right. Over the past nine years, I've learned uh, more than I ever thought existed here in terms of trails and parks and mm-hmm. different areas that I had no idea. And, and I grew up in St. Louis, but sometimes you, you just don't know unless you have some sort of resource to, right. to tune right. you into it. So right. hopefully we're doing a little part to provide that service. Yeah. Do they do a hiking? Uh, do you have a hiking people out there, like the Powder Valley? I didn't I mean, they, who There are they? numerous hiking groups in town. Um, there will be some at the expo, um, as an example. It's right. you know, a great way to come down and, and learn those things. Um, it's a lot easier to get involved with the outdoors when you have like-minded folks. Right. There's a little bit of accountability when you join a group. There's also a lot of social aspect to it, so... Um, you know, that's, right. again, something we hope to, to do through the magazine mm-hmm. and the expo. Now, would this also be encompass what I would call winter outdoor things like skiing or snowboarding or oh, things yeah. like that? And no, that's a, a very good question. Um, we have had Hidden Valley at the expo in the past. I don't believe they signed up this year, but uh, they would be the go-to place for mm-hmm. skiing and snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the vendors uh, sell and, and service skis and snowboards. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and there are there are local groups um, that that are into those per- particular activities. Again, I don't think that any of them had signed up this year, but you know, you'd be amazed. Uh, you make one connection through a hiking or a camping group, and next thing you know, you find out that some of those guys are into skiing and snowboarding, and it, and it right. just snowballs from there. No, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it. it what, what is interesting? There's a. Um, there's a dog sled group in St. Louis that wow, we've been trying to engage with with a while, and I'm sure we will at some point. But uh, so yeah, even though we're in a climate that isn't necessarily lately that conducive to right. snow sports, lately right. there are plenty of enthusiasts out there. Right. Is there a zip line group or something like that? That's a good question. There are zip line vendors coming into the expo, so oh, I would come oh, and check those out. Nice, yeah, fun, yeah, fun. That's kind of ooh. I haven't done a zip line in a long time. Now they've got them where you like lay down or you're like stretched out, you know, like Superman. Like mm-hmm. Superman. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Now a big thing is ropes courses, which is sort of the you know the next evolution of zip lining. Not only are you just cabled in and zooming from one spot to the next, you're actually you know climbing cargo nets. You're negotiating obstacles mm. while you're suspended in the air. So that's fun and interesting. Kind of like Marine boot camp. <laughs> wow, <laughs> but fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's not screaming at you. Right? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to stay for eight weeks. <laughs> right. <okay. laughs> you might want to. Wow. So, folks, if you want to go to the, and I, I want to emphasize this one point, the oldest and largest outdoor recreation and adventure sports show in the greater St. Louis area, you need to go to Tower Grove Park, the Northeast Quadrant, Friday and Saturday, March 31st and April 1st. It is going to be the Gateway Outdoor Expo, the 2023 version, and you're going to have a wide variety of things. And Brad will be there walking around just gawking at all the wonderful things that are there and saying, wow, all this hard work has finally paid off. So, Brad, we're greatly appreciative that you came in today to talk about this. 
Thank you for having me anytime. Give me a 30-second commercial on why somebody should go. Oh, boy. Come down and um, climb a 60-foot sycamore tree and see Tower Grove Park in St. Louis like you never have before. Wow. That's, wow, that's a great way to do kinda it. Kind of sells me on it all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, going. I wouldn't mind doing that. Oh, yeah. I want to see you do it. I'll, I'll boost you up. For sycamore trees, I'm, I'm not a, fond, a fan of them because I had to rake their leaves. <laughs> they, they have huge leaves, and they, they debark. As long as it's not those gumballs, those green gumball trees, whatever those things are. Oh, yeah. Those are dangerous. Yeah. Or the sycamore trees, they have these flowery things that come off their balls, too. Oh, do they? And they're, okay. it's just a lot of work for those trees. Is it the same trees. thing? Okay, they're high-maintenance trees. We don't need that. No. Yep. All right. We're going to come back after break, and we're going to talk more about some other activities that are going on in the St. Louis metropolitan area. But we want to make sure that you go to the 2023 Gateway Outdoor Expo the 31st of March and the 1st of April. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston of St. Louis in Tune. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to St. Louis in Tune. On each and every show, we strive to bring you informative, useful, and reflective stories and interviews about current and historic issues and events that involve people, places, and things. Hey, we cover a wide range of content in the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, and humor, justice, and sports, and that's just to name a few. While St. Louis In Tune originates from the Gateway City and covers local topics, we connect to what is going on nationally as well. If you missed any of our previously aired programs of St. Louis In Tune, simply visit stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. There you'll find every show from our first to our most current. Use the search engine and look for a show that might interest you. And if you have an area that you'd like us to examine deeper, let us know. Just drop us a line at stlintune at gmail.com. That's STL. St. Louis in tune. Heard Monday through Friday on the usradionetwork.com and many great stations around the U.S. and, of course, right here in St. Louis. Our website again is stlintune.com. stlintune.com. This is Arnold Stricker of St. Louis in Tune on behalf of the Dred Scott Heritage Foundation. In 1857, the Dred Scott decision was a major legal event and catalyst that contributed to the Civil War. The decision declared that Dred Scott could not be free because he was not a citizen. The 14th Amendment, also called the Dred Scott Amendment, granted citizenship to all born or naturalized here in our country and was intended to overturn the U.S. Supreme Court decision on July 9, 1868. The Dred Scott Heritage Foundation is requesting a commemorative stamp to be issued from the U.S. Postal Service to recognize and remember the heritage of this amendment by issuing a stamp with the likeness of the man Dred Scott. But we need your support and the support of thousands of people who would like to see this happen. To achieve this goal, we ask you to download, sign, and share the one-page petition with others. To find the petition, please go to dredscottlives.org and click on the Dred Scott Petition Drive on the right side of the page. On behalf of the Dred Scott Heritage Foundation, this has been Arnold Stricker of St. Louis in Tune.
Wow. Welcome back to St. Louis in Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston. <laughs> Fun time there with Brad about the Gateway Expo, Outdoor Expo. Wow. Going to be some good times there. Folks, you need to go to that. Bring the family. Yeah. And and friends and groups and whatever. It's yeah, a, yeah. Especially if people have done a lot of these things, and then maybe they are in a group like that just mm-hmm. to bring people out. Right. People don't go outside enough, Arnold. People's, no, they don't. No, they don't get out and enjoy themselves. Get that fresh air. You too know? much uh, social media, too much of the phone. There's mm-hmm. there's neck problems with people because yep. they're bending over and reading their... I, go, I believe it. I, I, I believe it 100%. 100% I believe that. <laughs> well, we, along with what we talked about with Brad, wanted to highlight some things going on, uh, specifically in March uh, and April and... Mark and I had the opportunity to be involved with some of the soccer stuff. What some great mm. soccer oh, yeah. we're seeing, Mark. Yeah, it's uh, who would have thought, who would have thunk, who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I think, do we have a who to thunk it around here somewhere? We do. But anyway, who, who would have thought that um, uh, our brand new soccer team would be 3-0 and when, when we're recording this? Hopefully, after this week's game, it'll be 4-0. But uh, they've they've won three games usually, and they've got three St. Louis kids on right. the soccer team. One of them is 17 years old. I didn't know that till today. Yeah, still goes to Pattonville High School, and it's, he's he's playing this yeah, weekend. It's crazy. He's 17. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So there's three St. Louis uh, kids. I guess I, <laughs> I kill them kids. Uh, athletes uh, that are playing, and then uh, I think it's it's pretty much even after that. I think it's like fourteen Europeans or other countries, and fourteen mm-hmm. American uh, folks in there. But folks did not; they didn't give us a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, what, what do I want to say? They, they didn't think we were going to do real well, and um, and boy, have we surprised them! I think. They're real excited, Arnold. I think they're the camaraderie and this. They've just been wanting to play for so long, and they're they're just really enthusiastic about it. And so, yeah, it's great. We've got a, a football team back now, the XFL. Caca. I know. We were uh, Randy uh, Molman with the Molehole was talking this morning about how the XFL last week had a total. Uh, with people that went to all the different uh, games, it was about 40,000 people wow. for all the games in the XFL. <clears throat> but last week, just in St. Louis, we had 30,000. <clears throat> so you went from 40,000 for the whole <laughs> XFL for one week to St. Louis doing 30,000 in one day. So, uh, but St. Louis doesn't support football, according to Stan Kroenke. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. Well, yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Stan, he 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 didn't put a good team together. Didn't put a good team on the. And then he said, after he didn't put a good team on the field, <clears throat> and and just tore it apart for years. I and mean, this this is me talking. This is Mark, like you would say. <laughs> this is Mark. Then he said, "Hey, well, nobody's showing up." (laughs) (laughs) I know, even though they were sellouts. I know. And one other thing about that whole losing the Rams thing, well, there's a couple things, but one thing really gets in my craw. We're not bitter about. You're going to yell at me about this too, but that Kansas City team, the the Chiefs, Chiefs. he he voted to to 
boot us out. To, right. To, to get rid of the I ramps. I think there were only two owners that did not vote uh, to move us. Yeah. And and I was I was sad that the Kansas City ownership did. Well, they, they, they figured they could glean some more fans. That's right. And they'd be the only one in the state of Missouri. Right. That must be. I don't I mean, I'm not. I don't know why, why they decided that they should vote against us, but we're their neighbors, I thought. <laughs> when it comes to football, I guess not. No, Cowtown. All right, I'm going to go after them. <laughs> yeah. Is it in Cowtown? Is that what they call Kansas City? Cowtown? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, place where they had the, the horse. Yeah. Um, they called it Cowtown. Kemper Horse Arena. Yeah, it had a huge. It used to be called Cowtown. Huge cow, cattle uh, area yeah, that, right. that burned. Right. Yeah. And they used to. Yeah, there's a lot of cattle that went through Kansas City mm-hmm. for a long time. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, so mm. we're not bitty about uh, Cronky. <laughs> and then it, and when he got that, when he got that one award, last thing I'll say, they got that award that like uh, that he was got some a sports award from Sportsman of the Year. Yeah, Missouri. <laughs> and he said, "I will Seriously? never." Yes, and he said, "I will never move this team out of St. Louis." Oh, he had his fingers crossed. I know. We should like, take that. We should take that award back, I think. <laughs> okay, I'm done with my sports. <laughs> March 18th, if you're listening to this after that, oh, well, too bad. Uh, the St. Louis Shamrock Stroll on St. Patrick's Day weekend bar crawls going on. The cherry blossoms are in bloom at the Missouri Botanical oh. Garden through kind of their – they're just kind of mm-hmm. starting in right now. And look at those through April. On March the 23rd through the 26th, the Moolah Shrine Circus oh. is going to be in town. And that's always a big, big event. Uh, there is uh, right now going on through the 25th of March, excuse me, the 25th and the 26th of March is the Schlafly's Stout and Oyster Festival. Oy. That's at the tap room. Yum. Yeah. Yum. I'm not a big fan of oysters. Uh, raw a, oyster. I can't yeah. do raw oysters. No, I get it. The Cardinals opening day is March 30th. Can't wait. Oh, and uh, KXOK is going to be uh, carrying... The Spanish broadcast. Spanish uh, broadcast of, yes. that, of that, yeah, which is a first, yeah. So which just, is, yeah, first. yeah, just a couple things there that are, are now, going on. I also want to mention the Shakespeare Festival. For those of you mm. who are love the Shakespeare in the Park oh, love at it. Uh, Forest Park, that uh, has a – they're doing a whole lot that's going on at a lot of different times. But May the 31st, you kind of need to – Put these on your calendar. Mm. Be looking for them. May the thirty-first through June twenty-fifth. That's when Shakespeare in the Park's going on. That's free at the uh, Shakespeare Festival area okay. in the park near the Art Museum. And then they are doing some tours in twenty-four different parks yeah. in the month of August. So right. you can go to their website. It's stlshakes.org and get some more information about that. They're doing. Shakespeare in the Streets, and it has mm-hmm. an emphasis this year, Mark. It's called Soccer in St. Louis. Huh. And that's going to be the second week in September. Mm-hmm. That's going to be downtown St. Louis. And then they have their holiday show in November and December, and that's at the Blues Museum down on Washington oh, Avenue. Nice. So a lot of different things yeah. happening in the area that uh, we want you to get involved with. We have a great city and a great community that has some events that are mm-hmm. uh, Something for everybody. We've uh, I've gone to the Shakespeare in the park. It was a traveling uh, portion of it where mm-hmm. they they go around to different cities, and uh, I think we had them on Sutton Boulevard in uh, downtown Maplewood. 
they uh, they kind of moved it into a parking lot, and there they lit it up. They had a stage, and they did Shakespeare right there, and it and we were under the stars, and it was just it's fan, fun. It's fan, it is fun. It's fantastic, and and you mentioned cherry blossoms. Uh, have you ever been in Washington D.C. when the cherry blossoms? Uh, I've been there at the end of it, uh-huh. and that's, it was they were still vibrant, but not like they were like a week and a half before. Right. Boy, they've got a lot of cherry blossom Gorgeous trees Gorgeous along uh, the mall area, uh-huh. Jefferson Memorial. Right. Just beautiful. Something worth doing. Yeah, something. It is. Put it on a bucket list or something like that. But that that is really fun to do the cherry blossom stuff. We're going to uh, move into some comedy. Uh-oh. I, I know we're going to have a shorter show today. We're just kind of getting back into things, and we've had a lot on our plates. <laughs> I know, I know. I tried to talk him out of it. Okay. But ahead. I've been saving these. Before. Oh, no. <laughs> so my uncle texted me and uh-huh. asked me what IDK meant. I said, I don't know. And he said, man, nobody knows. Oh, no. You've been saving these up? Is that right? I, I thought I'd, <laughs> I'd be the kind of person who'd wake up early in the morning to exercise. And I was right. What's happening here? The wife said, Our new neighbors are so in love. He kisses her, strokes her hair, and hugs her. Mm. Why don't you do that? I said, Because I don't know her that well yet. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's not bad. That's very bad. That's now, you know, bad. There's, there were a couple <laughs> banks that failed here recently. I'm just serious. <laughs> okay. There were some banks that uh, back in Silicon Valley and also All a right. Swiss bank right. failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this is the joke portion, folks. So, just kind of clarifying. Okay. All right. Banks should do a better job of keeping their ATMs filled. Mm. This is the fifth one I've been to that says insufficient funds. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Another ooga. I hate it when I see an old person and then realize we went to high school together. Are you talking? You're not talking about me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you when I said that, and you were looking at me. So I know, no, I know. a present company excluded. Okay, thank you. Yesterday, uh-huh. I was cooking dinner, and my son came up to me and said, "One day, I will work and help you with the bills, the groceries, and the house expenses." Wow. Well, my eyes started to tear up. <laughs> my baby will be 32 next month. <laughs> You know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was like a week ago, it was like 72 degrees. Mm. And later this week, it's supposed to be like 18. Yeah. yeah. You know, Mother Nature is just throwing out temperatures like Powerball power yeah. numbers. 82, <laughs> 42, 16, 53. Uh, give us another one. <laughs> <laughs> so my kid says to me, I feel like you're always making up rules and stuff. Yeah. I said, like what? Like, like if I don't clean my room, a portal will open up and take me to another dimension. Well, that's what happened to your older brother. What older brother? Exactly. <laughs> you didn't know, did you? Okay. Well. A wise man once told his wife. Uh-oh. Nothing, because he was a wise man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, folks, now if you're driving when you're hearing this, don't. Don't hit the car in front of you. Uh-huh. When you are stressed, you eat ice cream, cake, chocolate, and sweets. Why? Because stressed spelled backwards is desserts. Oh, I love it. 
I love it. <laughs> You've got to take this on the road. <laughs> At the funny bone this week is Arnold. So this is this is a, a warm one. Okay. And we'll kind of close on this one. Okay. It's, it's an encouraging one, and it was a very thoughtful one. Mm-hmm. A professor gave a balloon to every student to write their name on it and throw it in the hallway. <laughs> the students were given five minutes to find their own balloon. Mm. No one found their balloon. The professor told the students to take the first balloon they found and hand it to the person whose name was written on it. Within five minutes, everyone had their own balloon. Mm. The professor said to the students, these balloons are like happiness. We will never find it if everyone is looking for their own. But if we care about other people's happiness, we find ours too. Oh, stop. We're getting <laughs> That's a good way to end. Oh, that's really nice. That was actually. a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. And the photograph that goes along with okay. that is yeah. like in a school. Oh, okay. That there's thousands of balloons mm. in the hallway. Oh, my. Wow. So we're going to shut her down early today, Mark. Okay. Well, that's too bad, but uh, there'll be other, other opportunities. That's correct. We'll go over next time. And we're going to be kicking things off. We're, we've been under the gun and doing a lot of different things, folks, the last couple months. And uh, Mark and I are going to be getting back in the swing uh-huh. of things, of getting yep. the show on regularly. Yep. So you won't be hearing the uh, repeat shows. This has yep. been a pre-recorded show. Right. You'll hear more current ones okay? i know and th- yeah and uh we've got quite a lot of line uh, we li- do a lot of folks lined up already so it's going to be fun to get uh, back in the swing of things yeah it will be so that's all for this hour we thank you for listening don't forget when the martians invade they need to go to tower grove park and go to the <laughs> gateway outdoor expo there's only one race the human race and every one of us have different characteristics and is uniquely valuable st louis in tune is a production of motif media and Radio St. Louis. For St. Louis in Tune, Coast Mark Langston, I'm Arnold Stricker. Remember to walk worthy and let your light shine.